0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the High on LAFC podcast with your favorite host, myself, Dylan Monroy, and LAFC fanatic, Jorge Martinez. What up? What's up, my brother? How you been?
1: Pretty good, man. I mean, alright, I should say. You're
0: down? What the fuck? I am down, bro. Why are you down?
1: Because unlike the Mile High City... Hmm... I'm not high in elevation right now.
0: You're not high on elevation? No,
1: I am. I mean, I'm normally at sea level, but today I'm feeling a little lower than sea level.
0: Oh, damn. You know, I could feel that. I I feel that your mood is a little bit low today, man.
1: It is. It is.
0: Does it have anything to do with LAFC's crappy game against the Colorado Rapids? (sighs)
1: Yes. (laughs) 100%. (laughs) I've been holding on to this for a few days now because, man, like,
0: Well, man, let's get into it because you look frustrated, my Mm -hmm. friend. And honestly, I think I am too. I think I am too. Yeah. Let's get into it because in this game, Mm -hmm. it ended in a stalemate 0-0 draw with Colorado Rapids who, like, for the past couple seasons have been at the bottom of the Western Conference. Yeah, they
1: haven't been so good. I I mean, we were kind of talking about it before, but I think the one time that they did manage to get into the playoffs... Uh, recently, or not the one time, I you know, don't call me on this, but I know that season that we didn't make it into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Where I think that's also coincidentally when K left and, and they got him, they kind of were turning things around and, and they managed to get in. They haven't done anything since then, though, but right. but that that was that was it, you know, and, and of course we didn't get in, so like it's kind of just goes to show. And I think they got in like on decision day, like it was oh, okay. one of those like a panzazo, pero llegaron, but yeah, like, I don't is
0: honestly like. Throughout the entire MLS, like past decade, that I've actually mm-hmm. been paying attention to MLS, I haven't seen Colorado Rapids ever make noise since the days of Tim Howard Yeah, on the team. Mm-hmm. And even that was, then, a long time that was a long time ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. And even then, they never did anything
1: with Tim no, Howard. No, they haven't really done too much. I mean, they had Killian Acosta, which was like a notable signing, but I think Killian went there. And that wasn't where he went. He had offers abroad. He was kind of like one of those mm-hmm. things where the the league kind of took charge and sold him, like not really. You know what I mean? Like when they sell like the rights and stuff. Right. Like so, so the, like the league had his rights and stuff. So obviously they declined the outside offers and kept him within because it's good for the league, right, to have an international yeah, player, U.S. International, U- US yeah. international player. So he, I remember, I remember him and players like Paul Arriola got screwed, have been screwed over like that. I know he had mm-hmm. offers abroad. I think though his offers were more like down south in Mexico because he's been there before. Right. I think that's actually where he got his start. Yeah,
0: Cholostikona, I think.
1: Yeah, he was cut from Galaxy. Bruce Arena didn't like him, and you yeah. know, and the funny thing is, is that Bruce Arena I think ended up calling him up to the national team.
0: Funny well, about right. the irony there. Yeah, but, that's pretty ironic.
1: But yeah, but uh, going back, you know, <clears throat> that's well, a whole different top Where Did you want to elaborate?
0: Whoa, whoa. It's because just like mm-hmm. it's in, you know, the best thing that may have came out of the Colorado. Colorado Racket. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. The Colorado Rapids team in the past few years is probably the fact that they gave us Kellen Acosta. I think <laughs>
1: so. Yeah, that's that's in the best thing that happened. Yeah. Uh they've uh they've given us Kellen Acosta and wow, what an addition that's been for our squad. And I think good for him. Like I think he he deserved to be on on a top team. Uh, at least a top team in the MLS because he was never on really like one of the yeah. bigger teams here in the MLS and now I mean he you know his first year he's a champion. So that's, I think that goes to show a lot, or goes to say a lot. So that that has been the best thing that Colorado has done.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and but um, well, as you know, we're talking about this game, zero zero. That's nah, pretty boring. Is pretty like, you know, I saw the highlights with you, and man, oh man. It didn't look very good. It didn't uh, look very good at all.
1: I mean, there was a couple opportunities. You know, Vela had that like header. Early on, right. or like, in the, in the first half, Yarbrough made the save. There's a couple, you know, Buonga had that also first half opportunity where he it was like a flick on by Bella and he, you know, he hits a volley. It's it just inches wide, it looked like, but Yarbrough had it. he hit that on it. the
0: outside of his foot, too.
1: Yeah, he did. It looked like almost some sort of, like, a miss hit, maybe. Ah, uh, no, because it went pretty straight. Yeah, that. you're right, yeah. you're right. But Yarbrough kind of had that covered too, so. Right. You know, so... It, it, other than that, I mean, there's a few opportunities here and there, same thing for Colorado, but we just I don't know tired legs, maybe well, that's
0: the thing like tired legs uh, can be effective for maybe this week's game when we actually do have mm-hmm. a midweek game which, but we didn't yeah but put this game mm-hmm. we had a full week's of rest
1: and preparation and
0: prep and You know, a lot of players in a lot of different sports always talk about Denver, the mile-high city, Mm -hmm. and how much the elevation affects the players and stuff. And you told me a word that I'm trying to remember right now, lethargic.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It seemed like every single player on both sides were very lethargic. Everything was slower. Maybe they weren't quick to react. And I just feel like this whole elevation thing maybe is a, a thing.
1: I mean, for Colorado, there's no excuse, right? Right. But I think for them, it's more of the the quality in the squad mm-hmm. is a lot lower than the quality in our squad. Right. So, and I do believe that the um, the elevation is a hundred percent a factor, a hundred percent. Because I, I myself, you know, when I go to to Mexico, for example, I go to Mexico City pretty often. When I, I just walking down the street, I feel I feel it. Mm-hmm. I can totally feel it. Maybe not a lot, but. Like it's something like it's not going to stop me from doing what I what I do. But I've I've worked out in Mexico City. I've you know I've gone on runs out there, and I do feel the altitude. I, I do feel like restricted. I feel like like I just can't breathe as quickly, more winded quickly. So a hundred percent, you know, again, these are professional athletes. So their lung capacity and their bodies like can handle way more than than what I can handle. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, I just feel that yeah, sure, it, it, it is some sort of a a factor i can't downplay that at all because it is but the quality in our squad the chemistry in our squad like the all those things like we're returning champions like i think we could have walked away with a one nil and that could have been like good enough that would i would have been happy with that because you know it's yeah it's a tough place to go play away you know it's it's higher elevation it's cold right now yeah. i mean i'm cold here in california so it's I can't okay. imagine what our how our boys are feeling out there in, yeah, in Colorado. Cuz I
0: know in Colorado specifically in Denver like, like they still got snow going I believe until yeah. April, late April, even May sometimes. Damn, so, that's crazy. So yeah. definitely chillier than it is here, but just a fun fact I guess about our, <laughs> you know, matchups with Colorado including this game. We have not beat Colorado in their home in the past 3 matchups. Damn. And Colorado actually beat us in the last two times we've been to Denver. So I mean, LAFC actually surprisingly, even mm-hmm. though we've had good teams and Colorado hasn't been that good, we haven't been playing very well in yeah. Denver for whatever reason. It's a tough place. It, it is tough and I really do think the the elevation does have like a, a mm-hmm. some a
1: factor. Yeah, I think to it. one of the last times we played in Colorado, the match was actually postponed temporarily because of, like, a lightning storm. I kind of remember that. It may have been just another another random Colorado game I was watching, but I can't imagine that I, I, I don't watch too many Colorado games. Right. This might have been when Kay was there, so I had a little bit of a reason to because I was like, oh, that's my boy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Like I I'd Says the guy
0: it. who has an L E F C Mark Anthony K jersey.
1: He was disappointed when he left, man. That, yeah. that was my boy. But, I mean, the upgrades that we've gotten, the players that we've gotten since him have been exponentially better. So yeah. life goes on, you know, what can I say? He's back in Canada, mm-hmm. he's happy. We're all happy. That's true. He's, he gets to play he's played with like he's playing with the best. You know, he played with Vela, now he's playing with Insignia. That's not a bad resume.
0: That's not a bad resume, but well well.
1: Yeah, not, anyway. yeah that's the <laughs> we digress. But going back to this game, yeah, I mean, it's disappointing that we couldn't come away with the win. But with that being said, I I believe League wise, that at, we mentioned it last time, we're still undefeated.
0: Yeah, league wise, we're an unde- we're still undefeated. You know, we haven't lost a game. You know, away mm-hmm. from home though, I feel like
1: oh, never mind. Matches, I'm... Wait, no, 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 no we sorry, yeah, lost we're, yeah, we're good.
0: Uh, in MLS, yeah,
1: but you know, just the Alejante game at home.
0: But going away from home, this now being the second time we go away from the BMO Stadium, and we come up mm-hmm. with another stalemate, kind of like zero-zero game. Uh-huh to me was a little bit concerning in the in the in the Seattle game
1: mm-hmm.
0: but with them being a very strong team they're one of the best teams in the western conference right now and that uh, we've had trouble with them they have a turf field etc i thought okay i'll let this pass the first away game but now going away from home again mm-hmm. and also not producing goals is a little bit concerning that maybe you, do you think mm-hmm. we're getting a little bit too home-reliant?
1: I think it's kind of, well, it could be that. I, th- I think for this, I think it's it's still a little too early to say. Because, mm-hmm. uh, again, we've mentioned things about both Seattle and Colorado that make, have made things a little difficult. They're not excuses. And they shouldn't be looked at that way because we should still, as returning champs, we should, we should at least be scoring. Right. But I think it might be more of a question of, like, maybe we do need a number nine like a, like a straight-up yeah. number nine, because we're, and, and that's that's kind of also kind of reiterating what you're saying, like, here at home, when we're comfortable, mm-hmm. we're we're flowing, you know, things things are happening, but when the going gets tough, and we're in a tough situation, and nothing's working out right, we don't have that, like, chichol that makes something, like, out of nothing, because that happened, we've seen it so many times where there's, like, there's no way that's, like, there's this place done, and then, there's some weird rebote in the box, and he somehow just got on the end of it. Like we, we saw it a few times, and that's what we need. It's one of those. I mean, we saw Buanga going after everything, which I like. You know, it's it's not always on target, but sometimes. I mean, like you know, our favorite philosopher, Michael Scott, once said, "You miss 100% of the shots you don't take." Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: You're absolutely right, and uh, Buanga has made those kind of uh, He's opportunities gone for it. happen. Mm-hmm. Has scored goals for us. Scored a killer angle goal uh, mm-hmm. just last week and stuff. So Buanga is quality, mm-hmm. and um, but I feel like you're right, and I never even thought about that point about having a striker.
1: Like maybe he would have been like okay, because like okay, like for me example when I'm having. I have tough time with something at work, right? I'm like, all right, I'm having, I'm working on this like report or something, and I'm like, it's t- it's complicated, but I'm like, okay, I gotta focus on one thing and one thing only right now, and I gotta get that th- thing done. Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing kind of applies like in the situation as like a striker, you know. If if I was a striker, this would be my mentality. All right, everything is going to to shit right now. We're not connecting. We're not getting the opportunities. What what am I good at? Mm-hmm. What can I do? And I'm gonna just focus on that. I'm not gonna focus on all these other things. I'm gonna focus on the one thing and that's finishing. Like maybe I won't do some things that I usually normally do and help out in other situations because right now I'm my team needs me to score. Not to drop in and play make or something. Right now my team needs me to score, so I gotta be ready for that opportunity. So I I think that could be the case in in this situation.
0: You know. I think that's a good thing to raise because we came into this season not having a striker after losing Chicho,
1: and so far it's been okay. It, it's been it's good. good. It's because been good. We've been scoring goals.
0: When we're on it, there's a flow. Carlos Vela swings to the left, mm-hmm. Poku to the right, through the center. There's just a beautiful movement amongst the team, and you know. But it has shown that it, that our players are more confident at home, mm-hmm. being at home. We got the crowd, the uh, the 32-52, you know, creating a ruckus, giving mm-hmm. them confidence. But just away from home, maybe we do need that striker that can help grind it out. Yeah, grind yeah. out a that's,
1: that's the perfect way to put it. It's just like when all else is going wrong? What can you do? You just gotta grind it out.
0: Grind it out. Put balls in the box. Throw balls, and then somehow that guy. Is it doesn't just, have to be pretty. Uh, it doesn't have to be pretty. Just get the win and i feel like that is a dimension that LAFC is missing right now because we don't have a natural mm-hmm. number 9 with that
1: like killer not saying again that Bawanga doesn't have that a killer instinct but when you're when you're solely a nine when that is all you do not a striker winger striker center forward Well, striker center forward yeah but like when when you're like when that's your job is mm-hmm. to finish like that's when you can just grind these kind of things out that's when you're just like I'm gonna make something out of nothing because that, that's right. just what I do, you know. I'm just gonna, you know, scrape by and get this goal. But a goal's a goal, you know, like, and that's that's what matters. So I, I think maybe we do we do my we do need a nine we do need a nine, but I, the this addition of, of bogus I think will also help uh, in our with our midfield depth. But well,
0: we, well, we I guess since you already talked mm-hmm. about it, bro, we're just gonna jump into it because uh-huh. LAFC has signed. Um, uh, what's his I name? I think Ma- Matias. Matias Bogus.
1: I'm probably saying it wrong. <laughs> probably,
0: I'm gonna wait for Dave Denhall on the on the ESPN ESPN LA radio broadcast to start saying it. So let, let can... one of them say it first. Yeah. You know what I
1: mean? That way, let's let me see what they. Yeah,
0: because I believe his. I believe it is Mateus Matias Bogus.
1: Mateus Bogus. Yeah, Let's with Z's focus, at the end. A
0: Polish international who's coming from Leeds United, mm-hmm. where he was loaned this season to Liga La Liga 2 side Ibiza. Ibiza. So, Ode, Ibiza. And, I mean, when you look at his stats for this season, he played in 22 matches and only scored two goals. Granted, he is a midfielder, mm-hmm. but, like, when you look at the stats, they aren't, like, amazing, amazing, but... This is a guy who obviously had Premier League credentials to be brought mm-hmm. into the club. Obviously, leads and scouts in the Premier League saw something in this kid yeah, willing of course. to bring him in.
1: Because he was there. I mean, he was there at one he point. Was. He was a part of the squad.
0: He was a part of the squad, and I believe he's 21. Yeah,
1: right? so he's really he's really young. And the cool thing is he's not taking up a, that like U22 initiative or like DP spot or anything, too.
0: That that is also plays in our benefit because... As we've seen with Timothy Tillman, who came from, uh you know, the second division league mm-hmm. in, in Germany with Voigt, like, I feel like this is a similar kind of addition.
1: I think that so, too.
0: This guy has been molded by European um, training tactics in different clubs, you know, mm-hmm. Premier League, just like Tillman was with...
1: It's the just Bundesliga. different, different up- bring, upbringing. It's a different And, upbringing. It, and, and upbringing. it does matter, yeah. Like, all that stuff, like... It it doesn't matter. I remember for example, Hector Moreno, the center back from Mexico, when he moved from Mexico to PSV, uh, and you know, one of the things he said is like, Yeah, in, in Europe it's it's completely different the way you learn the game. It's completely different from how you learned it in Mexico and I improved my, my so many different abilities coming here while you know, like in, in Mexico that might not have been the case. And I'm not saying this is the way it works here, but we're still a developing soccer country. So we're still not at the level of other countries in that sense, in terms of like development. At least in regards to like Europe, we're not there yet. So the fact that this guy was molded—I mean, all these European guys when they're when they're young, going through academies—I don't think the MLS, you know, unfortunately, is not on their destination like hot list. You know, like they're they're thinking like I'm I'm coming up. I'm already they're already in Europe. That's half the battle, honestly. That's half the battle. The fact that they're born there. But they get the best up upbringing. I mean, another player, Dennis Buanga, he was pl- playing his trade with Santi Ten and Iran. and League Two for a little while too. I mean, they've been up and down, up and down. But another player who was molded by European academies, and it it shows. It definitely
0: shows, and I feel like LFC is kind of getting those fringy kind of European uh, League One players who mm-hmm. maybe are playing in League Two, but they're they're playing beyond. Uh, their their mm-hmm. talent in, in a league that maybe they shouldn't be in because of circumstances based off relegation or promotion and things like that. So I actually think that's really smart mm-hmm. by LAFC to be doing things like that by getting these players who who are just so talented and, and well-rounded. After seeing mm-hmm. Timothy Tillman play, I, I just... Oh, wow. It's it's night and day compared to a player that you and I love in Cifuentes who... Is a little bit more erratic and chaotic in a good way, mm-hmm. but it's not as composed as, say, Tillman has shown.
1: They just show like, and it's not to say that that Sifu is not at all composed. He is, but it's just there's just something about his game that is it's just different. It's still more like for with Sifu, we often describe him as a, a developing player still, right? Mm-hmm. But Tillman, the same age, we don't see him in the same light.
0: No. I see him as like a complete player, but mm-hmm. maybe not to the point where he can play in like the Prem. Mm-hmm.
1: But here in He's the MLS
0: Amazing. He is fitting in perfectly mm-hmm. and has taken that starting spot for his himself and kind of like made it his own. Yeah. So
1: There might be other underlying reasons there, like you know like who could leave, maybe Sifu leaving yeah. and stuff. And I'm sure he'll develop. And if he does, I'm sure he's going to develop just fine. And mm-hmm. even take his game like beyond where he is now. But I agree with you. Yeah, those like sort of in between players. Plus, I think the advantage that MLS has in that regard too for getting these in between players. And I, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like more more teams will follow this model going in uh, soon. Mm-hmm. But I feel that obviously the MLS is the top division here. Whereas like at you know, and I know he. His salary wasn't being paid by by Ibiza, mm-hmm. but like what Leeds was offering, I'm sure it was like pennies. Like right. they in weren't comparison. because yeah. he was he wasn't paying him a lot. If he let's say had gone to Ibiza on like a full transfer, they would have probably paid him more, but not more than what MLS is offering as well. So mm-hmm. M- MLS is like in this weird beneficial position where it's like, hey, we're actually willing to offer you more because you're better. Than most, than, than, than like the standard here. You just have mm. a different upgrade, and we'll pay you more, but we don't have to pay you like, like DP, DP money. money. Yeah, but it's still more than probably what it's more than what a Premier League team would have offered him, right. and probably more than what a, like a second division team would be able to offer them because they are their second division team, and with that, like with being a second division team in any league, there's it's less money. There's less money. There just there just is. There just is. So laFC can go in and be like hey you're too good for this league you might not cut it in that in the top leagues in Europe but we can start and, but you will boss it here and we'll offer you more than what then like even though, let's say you do get that top move like we'll we're gonna pay you more than that
0: i I agree that that's probably what's going on with uh John Thorrington is kind of taking advantage of like certain certain situations where
1: and right now we're the top club so we have the allure that is true we got to yeah. strike while iron's hot
0: and on top of not only being the you know the champion the current champion LFC, and the mls in general is kind of gaining uh exposure and it's really showing off certain players that maybe you would have never thought about mm-hmm. and like We've seen a lot of different transfers go from the MLS to big leagues in Europe. So players like Timothy Tillman, players like Matthias Bogus could maybe see the potential of coming here, bossing it, playing mm-hmm. well, and maybe getting a move to maybe not the Premier League, but going to the Eredivisie, going to Italy, going to France. to France, playing on a first division team on a better wage than they mm-hmm. currently will make here. And they got all that exposure through the MLS.
1: Like, for example, you can go from here, from, like, MLS, maybe you go to, like, Porto or Benfica, and they're going to pay you way more than, than LAFC will pay you. Yeah. So it's just, like, it's it's using that as, like, a sort of pathway to, to grow. So it's just, it's cool. The MLS is, like, in this weird in-between. That's a good thing, because we're definitely better than most leagues, but we're not, better than, like, the top leagues. Course, no. But we do have money to compete with, like, second literally division, almost, Second uh, yeah. divisions across mm-hmm.
0: all of Europe. And and this guy's young. He's 21 years old. He already got the chance to be on a Premier League team like mm-hmm. Leeds. So it's not like he'll be uh, forgotten. They will remember that he was there. Yeah, he has that young. on his resume. He Peep Scouts saw something in him, and mm-hmm. as long as he builds on that here... Well, maybe he could get a move somewhere else. So That would
1: be pretty cool. It would I mean, well, not really. Right now we wanna well right now we signed him to a four year deal so it's not going anywhere anytime soon. And I think there's an option for the fifth. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I mean look, we at the end of the day, we know what the MLS is in the world market, I guess you can say. And it mm-hmm. it, it kind of is a a farmers league, unfortunately, for, for Europe because it's it's just what happens. All our top players are if they're top if they're the best young players they're not going to be here for very long. They're very not. long.
0: They're not. But I'm willing to be the next Eredivisie for the rest of the world. Sure.
1: Why not? I'll take it. Man. That to me <laughs> will
0: be a positive step. So bogus. It's gonna be funny to say his name. Bogus. <laughs> uh, is joining LESC. He's adding to our midfield depth. Which
1: we, I, I think we so desperately need.
0: Where, I, I think so too. Um, where we need a lot more depth in general, but in the mm. midfield, we have Ilya, we have Acosta, we have Tillman, who's new, and Cifuentes, who I, I really. TBD. Yeah, to be decided, because I really do think that there's something going on mm. where they're not playing him as much. Because he, I believe he and the club itself wants to sell him at his full value. So they want to reduce his game time. They don't want to play him as much. So there is something there. I feel like there is something there. I'm sure there
1: is because it's just like you, you got it like what if we played our, our whole season with him starting Tillman coming on off the bench and then now he's he's gone. But like I mean it's just it's just better that, that I think in a way for Tillman to get integrated. This way, but with that being said, we do have a congested schedule. It could be maybe thinking of the game tomorrow against Vancouver, and that's why maybe we didn't see him play because we also saw Chiellini play the full 90.
0: Right, we did see Chiellini play the full 90, which is, I feel like, uncommon. It's
1: uncommon, but we have a game tomorrow, which is you know a few days after the Colorado game, and then we have another game. The fall- and then you know as of recording of this process, the game will be tomorrow the eleventh mm. no right no. no 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 I'm thinking of the next the next, the next I'm thinking summer. of the home Tomorrow's one the fifth the fifth, <laughs> the fifth. so not so they're gonna play that game and then on the weekend on the eighth five days later we got Austin, Austin. so yeah there's gonna be some rotating going on there's gonna be I, I think you know we won't probably maybe we'll see I mean maybe Tillman will we'll get the start but Sifu comes in the in the second half but if Sifu gets the start. I ain't complaining either. That's a great option to have. <laughs> exactly. On. So it's I, it just depends. And we'll see. And I think it'll be good. And that's the good thing that Matias Bogus adds to this. is He adds another element to that. Because we have such a congested schedule. Like Not to mention the Leaks Cup Lease later Cup in the and summer. Yeah, and that's a whole one-month tournament that's just going to be boom, 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 boom. And then... Back to, you know, business. MLS
0: season, and then the playoffs are going to soon, right after that. So mm-hmm. It's Bogus, just
1: super tight right now.
0: Bogus coming to the team, I think, is definitely a welcomed addition because mm-hmm. he's going to add depth. He's going to be, I feel like, uh, hopefully another Tillman type of player. And, yeah, I'm, I'm, ha- I'm happy to have him.
1: Yeah, I hope we do, uh, you know, reinforce our defense, uh, first and foremost, because I just, I just feel like we're we're one injury away, because look, at one point, it almost looked like both Sergi Palencia and Hollingshead, were going to be out, and when we get to that point, it's just like, whoa, 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 we gotta, we gotta slow down, like, sure, we can play, we can throw in Maldonado on there, you know, on a whim, like, or killing Acosta if we really want to as a right, right back, you know, Mm -hmm. we can do that, but then now, like, if you do, if you use Maldonado, then that means you're also playing Killini, like, a lot more right. which I have no problems with necessarily but the thing is can he do it again the following the following week right and that's when you know and then next thing you know Keelini that was an injury and <laughs> it might be career ending yeah like you know like' it's,
0: it's there is a concern with death that we mentioned in the last podcast mm-hmm. and I feel like we've already I feel like in the last podcast I said we need one in each position I minimum agree. minimum mm-hmm. So...
1: I'm, I'm happy with getting bogus. Ha-
0: having bogus is already one of the three. So hopefully there's some also intriguing moves mm-hmm. that happen in the next coming weeks or the summer for sure. And LAFC strengthens their depth. because I hope so. In order to repeat, we need a deeper squad.
1: I think we do. I think we do. I mean, if we really... Uh, I mean, I guess it just depends what the priority is of the front office. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I would like to repeat... At a minimum, like, well, not at a minimum. At a minimum, I guess, the CONCACAF champions, right? Mm. But if we can get the double, Conca champions and the league, pfft.
0: we will start becoming a superpower yeah. in the MLS. But you mentioned CONCACAF champions league, and you already mentioned that tomorrow, as of I'm just recording this podcast on mm-hmm. Wednesday at 7 p.m., everybody, CONCACAF mm-hmm. mm-hmm. champions league, LAFC goes up north to Vancouver, play the white caps and it's a little bit weird because they're an mls team but they won the canadian championship so that is the reason they're in the Concacaf champions league but but this is an interesting interesting game because just this weekend the white caps beat down montreal five to nil nil. so they're definitely coming in with some confidence and i'll give you another little fun fact man the last two times mm-hmm. in the last two years that we've gone up to Vancouver, we haven't won. We've actually lost both games against the Whitecaps.
1: Tough place to go, you know, healthcare is universal there, so just... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know if though your healthcare has anything to do with it, but They don't give a fuck. You know, they go balls out because they have universal healthcare. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding.
0: <That> <laughs> but, but but like this is a little bit concerning for me. Yeah, it is. It's like because... you know, it get... We just came off a draw in Colorado Mm -hmm. against a pretty weak team, and the Whitecaps are also not one of the better teams in the MLS. They're actually one of the lower half teams in the Western Conference basically every year. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, Western. I don't know why I was Yeah, Western Western
0: Conference. So so they're, they're not a very good team. We're not doing so well away from home. Yeah, and they're kind of coming in with some confidence of like they're they have nothing to lose mm-hmm. because nobody is expecting the White Caps to win. That's
1: true. All the pressure is on the LFC. And going and that's another thing maybe that we're not consider we, we haven't considered um for every single like the Seattle game and the Colorado game is that they're playing with added pressure. Now, I say that and yeah, I agree that there is added pressure, but pressure makes names.
0: It does. So we gotta. It does.
1: It's like a, it can't be the excuse that there's more pressure and like you know it. It's tough because this is LaFC's tournament to lose, mm. but but I think you know we definitely have the squad to do so, like to win yeah. it. And so uh, it, it'll be tough. It'll be tough again. Yeah, like you said they're they're coming in. They're coming in in form. It's at home. Uh, and they have nothing to lose. So, you know, for LAFC, it's just like, damn. Like, it's the whole mental game, the whole mental aspect of professional sports. It's like, we just tied. It wasn't our best game. But, you know, like, I'm sure the players are left that, that game thinking, you know what? It could have been worse. You know, at least we didn't drop points away from home, which is yeah. always, always important. We're still undefeated and all. We'll take that, you know? Take it on the chin, keep walking. But it's just. It's still just a little like, okay, okay, we'll see. The saving grace here Mm -hmm. is that we go again next week if there are any sort of mishaps. Well, in our first
0: round of the Champions League, well, we played Alec who's a -hmm. Costa Rican team, and we beat them down. But in the second round at home, we did lose. So... So so there is a little bit like of a mental thing, I feel like, for LFC that they should get this right from the, the beginning. Thing. They
1: can't switch off.
0: They, they can't because they're not necessarily in the best of form. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like we should try to go for the win. Uh, I think a good result would, would ideally, honestly, be a nil-nil draw at worst. At worst, like, they need that. Because even mm-hmm. if we were to get a one, uh, if, if Vancouver was to win... By a short goal. Like uh-huh. I really do think LAFC might feel a little more pressure at home, knowing that they have to make up two goals you to know get what? That
1: win. Away goals count too.
0: Exactly. well.
1: So it's in our play. best interest to get one. Yeah. To win the game. It's we should we the the so priority should be the best win. Interest to win. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's the priority should be the dub. But if it's not working out that way, or if it's not gonna be like a thrashing, which I, I get the feeling it won't be just because of the things that we've mentioned. Mm-hmm. The priority should be to, like, let's get on the score sheet because we can take that home and build off of that. And then at home, we lock it down. Uh, yeah,
0: I, I completely agree. And if we are to be a reputable team around the world, mm-hmm. we really need to lock down CONCACAF Champions League to be able to, first of all, win it officially, mm-hmm. to be sent to the Club World Cup. Uh, in the next few years. That'd
1: be cool. So... See LAFC versus Chelsea in a competitive match. Whoa. Yeah.
0: I'd even fly there with you, bro.
1: Yeah. going That's... Uh, we're going to have to make that happen. Yeah, I'd make I, that happen. Like, like oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, you're completely right. Yeah.
0: Um. Well, I mean... Well, so we got that game on Wednesday. And then we're going to be looking forward to the Austin game. This week? I think... Is also a very interesting game when they Mm -hmm. come home to BMO Stadium because we kicked them out in the Western Conference Finals. So
1: not only that, but they were our uh, our real our our most uh, competitive rival last season. So there's something I feel like there's something there now because it was like one and two going at it, you know. And you know it didn't necessarily work out so great for us when we went to Austin. So you know coming at home, like we got to. I think it's two again. It's just. We got to put our foot down and establish. Dominance I believe we here.
0: lost against Austin last season
1: at home. Yeah, yeah, that was when the I forgot who it was. Was it Drucci? Remember, he did a, like crazy Rabona pass or something. Yeah. And we're just like, oh man, I don't know, I don't know if it was Drucci, but someone I remember we were watching it and and we were both just like, okay, that's yeah, just a good goal. Just, I just can't, I, do I can't. Do
0: remember that? It was just like,
1: a, it's like there's nothing we, can, not say. we can say. I can't that. like that. That, that was, was just goal. that was crazy. You know. So I, I do remember that. Yeah. I think it was Fagundes who scored it. I think it, it was
0: one of those two. They like, were I've somehow involved, yeah. and I
1: was just like, "Damn!" So we'll see. You know, like I, I think we definitely do have the. I think we've shown Austin who's daddy. So, yeah. we well, have, and when it mattered in the playoffs,
0: we did show it. But, but now I feel like we have to keep that kind of confidence uh-huh. going forward and stuff. So, yeah.
1: And the we'll the one thing I will say that I absolutely love about this team is that I don't see. Us coming off of a championship sort of hangover, like I don't see the boys walking out there, like, uh, in with a sort of like aura that they're better than the rest. I I see some humble, hardworking guys, and the biggest testament I have to that is a statement that Carlos Vela said I think, yesterday, but whenever they had a media day. He said that he wasn't playing at his best. Now, I'm paraphrasing here, but he wasn't playing at his best. And he was like, but look how well we're doing. Now, imagine if I can be at my best, how much better the team can be. So here is Vela. He's not sitting back and saying, yeah, things are fine, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's all gravy. He's coming out here and saying, like, yeah, I'm, I'm not playing at my best. I'm working at it. I'm, I'm going to get to my best. Because when I'm at my best, I can help the team even more. So that that's the kind of attitude that our captain, that's the precedent right there. Our captain is is like showing that to everyone else. Like, damn, I'm not doing well, and he's the one. I'm, basically, it's it's accountability.
0: Yeah, he's, he's keeping all the players accountable by keeping mm-hmm. himself accountable, mm-hmm. who is the face of the franchise. Exactly. So, Vela, you know, just a quick thing like on Vela, I I really do think he hasn't been playing well. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't appear to be like a fitness issue, and from the impression I'm getting, is he is getting a step slower naturally it happens like, he's at a like, certain I age feel like that's what's going on yeah like i feel like a lot of injuries
1: he, the last two years
0: it's, it's caught up with him um but i do think villa has an extra gear that maybe he hasn't turned on because it's only been six game or six weeks into the mls season and one round of Concacaf champions league so it's still relatively early and maybe villa is about to heat up
1: I think so, dude. I think so. I I mean, I hope so, at least. I
0: hope so, too. Well, I think that just about concludes the discussion between Colorado and the LAFC, which was a disappointment. Vancouver, uh, the matchup we have tomorrow, Mm -hmm. and the game against Austin this weekend. Mm -hmm. So, next weekend, or next week, I should say, we will be discussing our victories against both Vancouver and Austin FC, hopefully. So hopefully you guys have enjoyed this podcast and you stay tuned in for next week.
1: Real Besides. quick, I just wanted to oh. say... <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> I just wanted to shout out uh, to Eric Duenas scoring the first goal in LAFC2 history. Oh. And that's one of, one of the guys that's kind of been in between the first team and at Las Vegas and now is like going with the developmental squad. So mm-hmm. props to him. I hope, you know, eventually we can eventually see him with the first team.
0: Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. We always want Academy Uh, products to be with the first team. That's how it goes. Mm -hmm. Anyway, guys, we hope you've enjoyed this podcast. See you guys next week. Peace out.